podcast. Woo! Inserts some type of woo! <laughs> okay, so my name is Giovanna and I'll be one of the hosts. And my name is Marshla, and I will be the other host. <laughs> and this is the Black Minds Matter podcast. Uh, so, Javonna, why did we start this podcast? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so, basically, we always have these interesting conversations with each other, and we decided that maybe we should start recording them because we felt like this was things that people should hear. And we wanted to record them in form of a podcast and hopefully be able to um, bring awareness to people and also be able to have different audiences as well. Exactly. We This is where mental health and black culture collide. So we have so much to offer for you guys. We both have similar experiences but enough differences to make a great balance. And just think of us as y'all homegirls. And we just having great talks that will probably make some people uncomfortable, but they are necessary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to be uncomfortable to grow. And we're all about growth here. Periods. <laughs> so, um, we'll t- I'm going to talk a little bit about our podcast. That way you can have something to expect from us. Yeah. Um, and so we have different segments that we're gonna do. One, yeah. one is called Media Madness. Media Madness. <laughs> um, and then we're also going to a discussion segment afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we'll have a segment titled Mind Over Matter, which will be our self care segment. Mind Over Matter. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just back up a little bit. So the media madness will be basically hot topics and social media things and news that is currently going on. Right, so like current events, stuff y'all see on y'all TL, you know, even stuff that could be going on in the media that you might not know about, you haven't seen, but is related to us and how it's gonna affect black people. And then our discussion will kinda um, go even deeper to the underlying themes from those hot topics that we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, which you'll see how we do a little bit later. Right. And then, as I said before, the Mind Over Matters, a self-care segment where we'll talk about um, how to cope with the things that we're discussing each week. Exactly. So more so like... You know, things that it could be helpful, resourceful, that can help you deal with your feelings, emotions, triggers, anything like that in a healthy way. Because we are over here. Let me tell you what's happening over here. We are learning healthy ways to cope, mm-hmm. healthy ways to understand, and healthy ways to see perspective and deal with our feelings. So, that's on that. <laughs> Okay, and I guess we could share a little bit uh, more about ourselves because we want you guys to know us as well. Yeah. So, I guess I'll start with myself. So, I'm from Dallas, Texas. Triple D! um, And so, I um, went to the University of Texas at Austin um, after graduating from high school 
and I got my bachelor's in psychology and then I am a recent graduate with my master's in counseling and so my interests lie in mental health specifically within the black community and I eventually want to become a therapist. Yep. Woo! <laughs> She's a 2020 grad, by the way. Get so up. turn Woo-hoo. up, turn up. So about me, I am Marshala Wilkins, and a little bit about me. I recently graduated as well with my bachelor's in applied learning and development, and also a specialty in educational psychology. So um, I really want to go into child therapy and maybe one day a marriage and family therapy, but essentially a therapist among them all. But um, yeah, that's the reason why we kind of came together because I backgrounds are similar but also we have some great differences that can bring different perspectives to the table um yeah right now i currently work for um the domestic violence hotline and so that's kind of sparked uh, a bunch of new avenues that i feel like needs to be brought to the um like black community and also mental health just like how to deal with healthy relationships what are the signs of abusive relationships unhealthy relationships what's the differences between them and also some things that we can incorporate and we can use and not just romantic intimate relationships but also relationships with our parents relationships with our children relationships with our um, family our friends like any type of relationship and throughout life you're gonna always be in some form shape or fashion a relationship so I feel like that's necessary because we're not really taught on that so yeah that's that's where we at and just a note we are not licensed um psychologists yet yet. (laughs) (laughs) but we will be but all that to say that We have a lot of knowledge that we've acquired over the years, and we just wanted to share to you all. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is in no way, shape, or form a replacement for an actual um, therapist or psychologist. Exactly. And if you ever wanted to actually say if you, you feel motivated or inspired by our podcast, we will always give you guys resources, anything that can help you, you know, take a step further into your healing or your, um, you know, taking care of your mental health or just trying to find a new path of, you know, growing and growth and stuff like that. So we will be providing resources, especially for the topics that we have throughout um, our seasons and our episodes and stuff. So just stay tuned for that. So um, we're going to move into our first segment. Media Madness. And we're going to talk about what's going on in the media because it's a lot. It is. It's a lot, sis. Especially 2020, it's been dragging us by our weaves. It has been laying out our edges. <laughs> it has been, honey, we 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 struggling, okay? <laughs> and so, we'll talk about um, some of the protests that's going on right now and, you know, the unfortunate murder of George Floyd. Yes, Breonna Taylor. Ahmaud Arbery. Yes, and a lot of many other black lives that has been 
lost over the years or even recently um, by police brutality or just, you know, racism in general um, that have not been spoken about, have not been really talked about or brought to life. Um, because it has been a lot of them, you know, um, I am thankful for everything that's kind of been happening recently because it was things that I didn't even know about. So I am thankful for that awareness, you know, cause that, that sparked even more motivation in me than I already had. So. And on top of that, we got the coronavirus pandemic going on. Bad bitch Rona. <laughs> she is doing a lot out here in these streets. Okay, a lot. And it's so crazy because I feel like, you know, we moved on to what I like to call the race war. You know, like with all the protests and everything that's been going on. But, you know, Rona's still out here in these streets, y'all. <laughs> Rona ain't forgot about us. We might have forgot about her, but, but she, she ain't, ain't forgot about me. us. <laughs> and so we need to talk about how all of this is impacting us and yeah. what we can do to just keep ourselves healthy. And stay, safe. stay safe out here in these streets because I know, you know, lockdown, quarantine was a lot, okay? We all experienced it, some more than others. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you don't really get a second chance at your life, you know? You, you don't get to get that back. So let's, let's let's treat it with with health, okay? Let's let's treat it with kindness and compassion, and and, and others' lives too, okay? Yes. So, Marshalla, I'm just thinking about everything that's going on right now, and I just want to know your thoughts on these Black Lives Matter protests and you know, the different things that the media is portraying? So, honestly, y'all, honey. <laughs> now, it's been a lot, honestly. And I remember um, it was probably like maybe a few days in and I was kind of feeling a little bit numb, you know, with everything that I had been seeing, everything that was going on and like how mixed my emotions were. Um, but I remember waking up um, and I was just so emotionally overwhelmed. And it was kind of like a buildup of not only, you know, lives that have been lost, you know, the anger, the tension, all the mix of emotions that come up when we talk about, you know, Black Lives Matter. It's also my experiences that I have had being a black woman in America. So, you know, I just felt really overwhelmed, really, uh, you know, just triggered by everything. And um, I can understand if people were feeling like that, too. It's kind of like, you know, grieving. It's kind of like we've been grieving, you know, the loss of our old lives, the loss of maybe family members that's been um, affected by not just, you know, the race war, but also COVID, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like this year we've been uh, we've been grieving and all of those feelings are okay. Um, I feel like some people might have felt guilty for feeling, you know, triggered or feeling, um, I like to call it compassion fatigue or even... Um, secondary trauma um it could be even first hand trauma you know what i mean so yeah that's kind of how i've been about everything but um how you been jelana how have you been <laughs> um so i definitely echo that in the beginning i was like what is going on and it but i was also numb to everything like 
it was like the stuff was happening but I was not actually feeling anything and then just a few days later after everything was happening I just everything hit me at once yeah. and that's when I was like okay so if this is happening to me I know a lot of people are feeling this as well yeah. it was just a lot of built up emotions like anger sadness confusion like not knowing like how to even take in this moment and be okay um yeah and be okay with that and looking at the news what became addicting and seeing all of this stuff on the media and they kept replaying you know george floyd's death which is very traumatizing but i feel like you know the that's black- like trauma right there mm-hmm. and the black community is kind of desensitized to us seeing ourselves being killed but yeah um i feel like other races they're not always desensitized to this and so now they're experiencing this and mm-hmm. they're reaching out to us asking us how we feel which is just like and that's hard because you know sometimes we don't always know how we feel mm-hmm. and that's okay especially me like I'm a processor I need time like it don't always hit me at once especially because I'm not only desensitized to like us you know seeing black people being killed sometimes but I I can also be just desensitized to trauma in itself like because I have been through a lot um, of my own so I have to make sure I'm being intentional about processing my emotions or else they will be on the back burner for a minute you know and that is why you know that's another reason kind of why we made this podcast too to let people know it's okay to process it's okay to put in that work to figure out how you feel and be able to express that to other people express that to yourself you know what I mean because that is how you actually heal that's how you work it out in a healthy way you know um that self-awareness right there and a lot of people think that oh well if I don't spend too much time thinking about it or if I just like brush it to the side then or turn off the news yeah it won't impact me but it really is it's mm-hmm. still there like your brain is still trying to process it while you're also trying to like pretend it's not there but the the best thing to do is actually acknowledge those things and what feelings are coming up for you that way you can allow those feelings to like take their own path and let them go you know go in and out of your consciousness sometimes and then eventually work through it and process it to basically heal from the things that you are being exposed to i definitely agree because i really do feel like repression is regression Mm -hmm. if you repress those feelings and your experiences and you don't acknowledge them bring them to the forefront you will only regress you will only put yourself backwards and that could create trauma within itself by pressing those feelings Mm -hmm. down and you know not bringing light to them or you know try to push your your feelings to the side or worry about other people you know you got to take care of yourself first I always say you got to be gentle and kind to your own self you know I know a lot of people can be really gentle and kind to other people and give others compassion but it is okay to give that to ourselves as well we do we need it the most and if you can't give it to yourself how are you gonna be able to give it to somebody else child period and you know it's I understand it's really hard being being black in the U.S. and being subject to all of this stuff going on. I don't know if you all saw that video going around on social media with the the guy. He looked like he was maybe in his 30s and 40s. He was 
yelling, um, showing his anger, um, saying that this anger has been in their family line for generations because of this racism. He was telling his 16-year-old, or I don't know if this was his son, but he was telling a 16-year-old boy, like, you're angry too. My my dad was angry. Like, when does it stop? Right. And so I just, I really encourage people to think deep within themselves and know that you can be the the person in your family to stop that generational trauma if you just, you know, acknowledge that anger but also heal from it as well because it it can be very, like, hurtful and detrimental, like, for future generations and things like that and... And it definitely gets passed on. Like, mm-hmm. I agree with what everything you're saying. Like, I was actually reading something the other day, and it was saying, like, we always, you know, labelize anger as this negative emotion. Mm-hmm. But it's not, Anger's y'all. Anger is a good thing. Anger is a good thing. Anger is actually a great thing. It is when you repress anger. That is when mm-hmm. it becomes a bad thing because then it turns into negative emotions, you know? Anger is actually can be something that moves you. It can be something that motivates you, inspires you. You know, when you deal and face with that anger head on, it can really change your life, y'all. But when you repress it, that's when it show up in other forms of your life. And then next thing you know, you projecting. You projecting your crap onto somebody else. <laughs> um, all because you didn't deal with your anger or it's getting de- displaced. Mm-hmm. You know, and not at the target that it should be, but somewhere else, you know, or it's someone else, you know. Um, so, yeah, y'all. Anger is a good thing. Just Ang- know. Yeah, anger is a good emotion. And it's also about how you move on from situations. Right. Like, seeing something as an experience that is just becoming a part of you, but moving on from that experience, not letting it fester in you. Because yeah. festering anger is also not. It's not. Anything that's repressed that is not, you know, it didn't start or generate from that source and you trying to move it somewhere else, mm-mm, nope, that's not good. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely agree with that. So, how do we, how do we deal with, like, you know, this these situations that happen, like, with Amy Cooper, the lady who called the police on that guy in the park because he told her to um, put her dog on a leash. And he was a bird watcher. Do we just take these experiences and just be like, okay, this this happened, I know why it happened, and I just, you know, have to deal with it and move on? That is what you should not do. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) But yeah, like, I feel like a lot... I feel like that was the old way of living, you guys. I feel like, honestly, before 2020, we have had so many wake up, I mean, so many um, signs, um, so many reasons to um, show us that change needs to happen, but we ignored them. And, you know, it's not all of our faults, you know what I mean? Some can be because of the social construct, life gets in the way, things happen, you know what I mean? But you know what comes into play when we see those type of videos? What we just talked about, anger. <laughs> anger comes into play. And anger motivates you. And you got to keep that momentum because that will cause things to shift and change. That yeah. will make you want to 
um, invoke change, make an impact, do something about it because you know, I know we feel sometimes like, oh, what I do won't matter, it won't make a difference. No, stop shitting on yourself. You can make a difference. You can't, even if you're not black, you don't gotta be black to solve black people problems or, you know, well not solve them, but help change black people problems, you know what I mean? Like, you can definitely, one person can make a difference. One person can make an impact. And when all of those people have the same purpose, it definitely um, creates a wave of change. You know what I mean? So, yeah, what we do with those types of videos, we see that. That's why I'm so thankful for social media in many ways. Um, because before, you know, our, our parents and our parents' parents, they didn't get a chance to see those type of things. You know, just be able to scroll down a TL and see something that they don't like or they don't agree with and be able to do something about it. You know, it was more so like you got to hear about it or you got to read it in the newspaper and that takes way longer, you know what I mean? But with this, it's like we have the opportunity to be... Um, enraged by the things that are affecting us, by the things that we don't like, we don't agree with, and we know that's not right, and we can make a difference. And that's why I like what we're doing right now with this protesting, and I agree with the social media being a huge influence on the way things are going right now. Mm -hmm. I feel like it gives a chance for the world to see what's really happening, right. and like we need to keep you know, putting our um, foot on the gas pedal because these things are not just going to stop because we started protesting and yeah. those officers were arrested. Like, no, we need justice for everybody. Everybody! Like, this, everybody! This, 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 <laughs> not, I'm, not to sound like um, mean or anything, but this isn't just for George Floyd. This is it's for not. everybody. Like, he was just a catalyst to get this going. Yes. And we need to keep going like with the protesting, with the Voting. I know some people have um, thoughts about voting, thinking it's not going to do anything. But, but use it, your voice. Exactly. Use your voice. Silence is violence. I do believe that. You know, it not only hurts yourself, but it hurts the people around you that are experiencing and being impacted by these um, harmful discrimination and racism. You know, like, I feel like you know vote locally y'all vote locally i know y'all not big on the presidential election it's, it's trash this year y'all it's trash every year honestly but <laughs> let's talk about our communities when we pour into our communities that is make how all the it will make all the difference because these same people that are the chief and the mayors and all of this stuff those are the ones that are affecting us the most and those are the ones we need to be putting our energy where you put your energy is where things will grow okay so if you continue to put your energy towards negative things it will grow negative things but if you shift that energy and you change it you can put your energy towards positive things and positive things will happen and positive things will grow mm -hmm. And I know everybody is not interested in politics, but I encourage people to actually just look into your local government, like the things that these politicians stand for, yeah. and look for like the budgeting within your city, like mm -hmm. vote on things like that, like anything that you can do to use your voice for your community, I encourage you to do so. Right. You know, like, even if it's just one thing, that makes a huge difference. Like, you know, like I said before, like, I know we feel like sometimes what we do won't matter, but it does, you know. So, even if you just 
bring it up, you research it, and you tell a friend about it. You talk about it with somebody. You take what we're talking about right now and you share it with somebody. That can make a difference as well. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we, we, we ain't gonna uh, nag y'all. <laughs> but we just saying, you know, just, to, just to something to think about. So... So, another thing going on right now is it seems like the media was like, well, actually overemphasizing this rioting and looting that's going on. Ooh, girl. And forgetting what the true, the true problem the is. The true. The true. It's now, it became all about looting and rioting. and it's Because like, they love to shift that focus, right. y'all. Let me tell y'all what they love to do, honey. This is why social media is so important. Um, because it shows what was really going on. They love to shift the focus and show us as animals something to be afraid of, that we're violent, that we're a threat, that we're in danger. Oh my. Like, no, that's not the truth. You know what I'm saying? And from all the videos that we've seen, all the stuff that's been going on, we see what's really going on. You know, even I was watching the news. I y'all I hate watching the news, but with everything that's been going on, it's like I got to. So I was watching the news and the way they were even framing their language shows how, what their bias was, depending on the news reporter. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is just so crazy how that can make in, in a, a, a whole difference. You know, like some of them were, you, you could hear their biases coming out through them speaking and what words they chose to use when describing the situation and stuff. So yeah, I feel like with the whole looting and stuff, like, man... It's a lot of people out there that are non-black, that are not for our cause, that are making things worse and just doing stuff. Like this antique or Right. Like, we we on the purge or something. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, this is not the purge. This is not the time to get all your built-up anger out, right. you know, and just go smash things. Like, this the dumpster yard. Like, no, you know. But I do see... I do see some people that are looting or even just, you know, benefiting from the looting, but you know, that, that ain't my business, you know. I mean, look, look. <laughs> um, well, you know how um, MLK said, mm. you know, writing is the, what is it, the voice, voice of, of the unheard. unheard. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's, I feel like rightfully so, people are angry. And, yeah. You know, rightfully, you heard that, rightfully so. If things haven't been changed with all these protests in the past decades, people feel like, well, what else can I do? Right? Because if you can't go to Bella Noche, <laughs> where the hell else could you go? Exactly. <laughs> like, what else am I supposed to do? Like, exactly, exactly. So, I def I remember in the beginning, y'all, I'm going to speak my truth. I remember in the beginning when everything was going on, um, I was, you know, kind of sitting in my ignorance a little bit because I was upset that they were rioting. I was upset that they were looting. I was I was very proud of the protesting, but I was upset about everything else. And so, but that was before I, you know, started research, researching and, um, you know, seeing what was really going on in the streets. And I began to understand, like, 
People are rightfully angry. Okay, y'all, y'all businesses was broken into, stuff was smashed and crashed. Okay, like whatever. You know, all of those things can be defunded. If anything, we didn't lost more from COVID than we did from these protests. Let's be real about it. Yeah. You know, so um, but it's also the way the media tries to portray it. It was a lot of non-black people out there that were trying to peacefully protest, that were trying to not, you know, take the attention from the right and alluding and let that overhaul whatever you know what the truth was which was the protesting and us trying to really um invoke change and stuff like that so i feel like it was a lot of people out here just adding on to the cause just out here hurting people and doing the graffiti and they weren't even with us y'all you know so and listen when it comes to like the looting and stuff like if you think about it if you put more money into communities you know, certain people wouldn't feel the need that they need to go through a store window to, to get what they things. need or they want. Exactly. I totally agree. And honestly, y'all, we don't own none of this stuff. Yeah, we might own a couple businesses and stuff, but black people haven't poured into that community in forever. We spend so much money on name brand stuff that's not owned by black people, this and that that's not owned by black people, our communities not built by black people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we live there, but we don't own the houses. We don't own all the businesses in it. And um, I feel like that just says a lot about where we are and how we do need to unify and start putting our energy into us and start um, showing that we, we've got a lot to bring to the table, y'all. Yes. You know, more than just being able to buy. Just like our, even a beauty supply. Y'all know. Y'all know who be in the beauty supplies and it don't be us. We be buying, but we don't be we don't owning. Be selling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I feel like I, I remember I saw a video and it was like, okay, yeah, we we smashing up stuff. We, you know, we looting and riding, but none of this stuff was ours to begin with. Yeah. So, I agree. <laughs> and it just gets me thinking, like, everything that's going on right now, like, we've been saying this for years. For decades, for centuries, generations, right. centuries. Like, why now, after all these years, are people seeming like they're listening to us now? Like, what we have to say about police brutality, like these organizations releasing statements and all these people coming out saying they're, they acknowledge their privilege and they're going to do their best to um, educate themselves. Like, why now? What was, what was the thing that? changed right because they seem like some people did a whole 180 right and i'm not gonna lie that kind of bothered me too um i'm appreciative of the awareness that people are coming into the lights and seeing but it did bother me um that it took them so long to do so that it took for all of this to happen for um people to wake up even people that i know you know people that I've been around, people that were in my classes, people that I hung out with, you know, but not hung out, hung out, but you know, we was cool. <laughs> so, you know, why did it take, even just the, some of the smallest things, but I had, what I had to realize is that they're not black. They're not black, so they're not gonna fully, completely, truly understand what we have had to experience or what we have truly had to go through. Um, you know, but I am appreciative of um, 
them making an effort now. You know what I mean? I'm so glad that you brought that up about, you know, them becoming aware now. Because now it seems like, you know, I guess we can just move on to our next segment, which is the mind over matter. Mind over matter. (laughs) (laughs) And we wanted to talk about boundaries. Like, I know personally, I've had people, non-black people, reach out to me asking me how do I feel right now and about what's going on and stuff and like it can be emotionally taxing and also triggering Mm -hmm. to have to explain yourself and how you feel and so we just wanted to talk about like how you can have boundaries during this time especially um, with non-black people who are want reaching out for help, yeah, and also seeing all this stuff on the media, how to um, create those boundaries as well. Yes, boundaries are so important, you guys. Boundaries are not just important for you know non-black people, and you know this what's going on right now when it comes to like racism and discrimination. It also applies to any relationship that you have. You have to set boundaries. You have to set boundaries to protect yourself and protect your energy, you know? Mm-hmm. And some healthy boundaries are saying what what you don't like, what makes you uncomfortable, and what you're not going to accept moving forward. And that does not make you mean. That does not make you... Um, what, unsent, what is, what, I don't know, another unapproachable. word, unapproachable, that does not make you, you know, unhuman, whatever, the, that don't make you no type of negative word, that makes you human, that makes you smart, that makes you healthy, okay, so, yeah, one boundary, I remember, um, I had an experience abroad when I went to Cambridge, England, and um, I had stayed at a family, a homestay is what they would call it. And so those people, they were from that country, they were white, and you know, I lived in their home um, during my time studying abroad. We ain't gonna talk about the whole experience because it was some y'all, but y'all will probably hear me talk about it in future episodes. But you know, I had to lay down a boundary and um, what I would not tolerate. And if I did not feel like educating them or I didn't feel like putting my energy towards them and explaining what my identity was and what that meant to me, you don't have to do that, okay? It is not your obligation nor your responsibility. Now, the people that choose to, that's not a boundary of theirs then. If they choose to ed- educate somebody or pour their energy into somebody that may be close to them or within their circle or maybe somebody that's out in the public and they want to broadcast that and put that on social media to bring awareness, that is their choice to do so. But if that is not your boundary, I mean, if that is not something that you want to do or pour your energy into that is okay you do not have to you don't owe them anything and probably over the next few weeks you're gonna get people who are you know asking for you to educate them or asking how you're feeling about things and I this is something that I tell people that reach out to me I say thank you for reaching out however I am not in a space to have that conversation all that, although I am not, there are others who are very willing to have those conversations. So I encourage you to um, seek out those people. And that was perfect. That's 
all you need to say. Like, period. period. You like, don't have to lay nothing out for them. Go into detail. Honestly, you could treat them like a boss. You know, sometimes you don't need to lay out all the nitty gritty as to why you don't want to come into work that day. Mm -hmm. If you got some sick time and you're not really using that sick time, <laughs> it's sick time. That's your business, sis. That is your business, bruh. Okay. <laughs> so you need to treat people accordingly because that is your boundary. And that is something that is protecting your energy, your spirit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And that's okay. And if they get offended, that has something to do with them. Yeah. You know, nothing to do with you as long as you handle it appropriately and just let them know, like, hey, I don't really choose to discuss that right now. Or I I'm, I don't really choose to talk about how I feel, but I'm sure others will. Yeah. I'm sure there are people out there that will like to discuss that, but I'm just not feeling it. You know what I mean? That is okay. Mm -hmm. That's the boundary. And I do want to acknowledge that, you know, we may have listeners that are not black and that are maybe wondering like well then like how do I reach out to people or not offend anyone or not step on any t toes well um first I want to acknowledge you and thank you for your allyship and wanting to do the work to you know be better be better educate yourself grow yeah and what I would just say is don't expect others to educate you you know do the work do the work and some you know asking someone how they feel triggers can trigger negative emotional emotions and trauma so i just encourage you to seek out people who are already willing to you know do the work and, and also do the work yourself like yeah. there's a bunch of resources out there if you you know even search the black lives matter hashtag on um social media right you could just go to google let me tell you google sometimes google tell you everything you need to know sometimes like and a lot of people have been open and willing to share things you know a lot of books that you can read a lot of things that you can look into because even as me as a black woman in America I had to do my research on my history because it was not taught to me mm -hmm. and you know so I had to do the work for myself to you know go, get into the light bring awareness and you know go away from the ignorance that I have been surrounded by or even just taught or even just it was socially constructed so yeah it's okay for y'all to do that work and also be okay with being uncomfortable because right. Truly, we have been uncomfortable. For years. For centuries. Centuries. <laughs> you know, so if you're feeling uncomfortable, I'm speaking to, you know, non-black people, or even some black people, if you are feeling uncomfortable, that is okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that normal. is, it is, it's normal, and that means that growth is sparking, it is, it's, it's fertilizing, <laughs> it's, 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 it's about doing, it's migrating, right? <laughs> So, it's a good thing, you know what I mean? Like, and I know that's not the best feeling in the world. Um, it can it can force you to retreat sometimes, but don't retreat. Yeah. Continue to grow, to continue to be uncomfortable, and continue to, you know, seek out things that will really help you change. And I know um, a lot of you all still want to support your friends and peers in some way. I'm speaking to the non-black people. Um, some things that I've seen happen, you know, over social media is like alternative ways to support your black friends. Mm -hmm. So like just 
re reaching out and saying that you acknowledge that it's a difficult time and that it may be especially difficult for them and offer any way that you can support them so you can give them a listening ear maybe make a self-care package i know someone had created a space for their friend to have a movie night with um their uh, friends in her personal home theater with or without her being there so like doing things that um may not necessarily first hit you as support but it really is like mm -hmm. someone you just being there for that friend even if it's not just you having a conversation with that friend. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what support is. And everybody is different. Support and what somebody needs comes in so many different shape, forms, and fashions. So, you know, one friend could be could love that care package, but another friend might need just a shoulder just to be there, just that comfort. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, another friend might need to, to go out and be somewhere to not think about things. Like, it could be so impactful to just ask mm -hmm. what do you need how can i help how can i support you mm -hmm. during this time those are three major questions that can make a huge impact um, and you can use that whether it's for this or with any situation with anyone that you're not sure how to support or what to do or you're not in their shoes and know what they're experiencing those are ways and questions that you can ask um, to truly support them in the way that they can receive it. So, And then lastly, um, I just want to say make sure that you are taking out time to care for yourself and unplugging from all these images that you're being um, shown yeah. on TV, on social media, things yeah. like that. Yeah, that is the biggest thing I feel because compassion fatigue and secondary trauma is so real, y'all. I experienced that even on my job. It is so real and it can affect you so much in the long run. So if you're ever feeling triggered, high anxiety, um, overwhelmed, you know, having symptoms of maybe even PTSD or something, what should, one simple task that you can do is um, place one of your hands over your heart or over your chest keep it there and take deep breath in deep breaths in and out that can make a huge difference that will slow down your heart rate um, that will take you out of that triggered place and bring you into a very calm space um, so yeah just that can make a huge difference journaling um, if you're not ready to speak things out into the world, you're not actually sure how you're feeling, you need time to process, journaling is a huge thing um, that can make a huge difference. You can just write. It don't have to be structured. It don't even got to make sense sometimes, okay? You could be misspelling words sometimes. But just journaling out what you feel, what your experience is, stuff that you might not be ready to say out loud, so... Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are excited that you have 
listened to us this far and we hope that you join us again next week yes please subscribe share tell your friends tell your mama tell your daddy tell your sister no <laughs> yeah just share this with other people if this inspired you if this invoked you if this moved something within you or you related to this in any type of way share with anybody that you know even if it's just one person um it can make a difference y'all and we have some exciting things in store for you that you don't want to miss um like we said before we're all here for growth and just sharing our stories and maybe helping the next person out so we encourage you guys to reach out to us if you feel like you would want us to talk about a specific topic <laughs> so follow us on social media on social media platforms um like spotify apple music and instagram at black minds matter that's b-l-a-c-k-s that's wrong that is <laughs> follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, and Instagram at Black Minds Matter. That is B L A C K Minds M I N D S Matter M A T T E R. Period. Uh, <laughs> and we will see you all on the next podcast. Bye, y'all.